Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What's going on here? The weekend. The weekend. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Friday. For most people, Friday is just a day before the weekend. I can't wait to the end of the week when I wrap it to the rhythm of a groovy beat. It is Friday. Right? Better mouth for dinner on a Friday night. I'm hosting a party on Friday. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. What about Friday? Party, party, Friday. What's today? Friday. on this Friday, it's Bob and Sherry. Oh, welcome back. Nurse Ratchet is in the house. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Welcome back. Thanks, yep. you guys, for covering for me. It has been weak. You know, when you, Kev's been waiting to have this ortho surgery done, and they tell you, all right, our, our scheduling office will call you and let you know when. And so you're waiting, and you're waiting. It's Christmas, and it's New Year's Eve, and you're waiting, you're waiting. And then they call you and say, uh, your surgery is the day after tomorrow. See that? I mean, it, it happens just like that, which yeah. is good, which is good because he had never had anesthesia before and he was really phobic about it. And I was, I was afraid right up until the minute they wheeled him in that he was going to change his mind and he couldn't change his mind because what was wrong was seriously, seriously wrong. So what they did, I, there are all these technical names for it, but here's basically what they did. Cause I've had a lot of people asking on Facebook and Instagram they um there's a tendon that connects your foot to the rest of your body and it runs up underneath mm-hmm. your arch so kev has used his body hard um he's always you know he's a very physical job as a contractor and from when he was a, a competitive swimmer then a triathlete then a runner he is very hard on his body and so for a long time he's had pain and he just thought well i sprained something i pulled something he'd prop it up and put an ice bag on it it turns out that the um, tendon that was connecting his foot to the rest of him had ruptured and kind of atrophied. And so basically, if he didn't have skin, his foot would have fallen off or something. Like, it's just puppet foot crazy, right? That, and he had an issue um, in his calf, and his foot had gone so far out of alignment because of all of this that they had to break his heel in a couple of places. Mm. Then they had to break some other part of his foot. He's got wedges Mm. and screws and bolts. Then they had to take the tendon that was broken and throw it in the garbage and get another tendon from him and transplant it and stitch that back in and then go up in and fix the issue with another tendon in his calf. 
it will where's be he get, three weeks. Where is he giving up these tendons from? You know, where did they come from? Apparently, you've got enough in there that we can reroute a couple. Really? And it's not the end wow. of the world. Yeah. His doctor was amazing and gleeful when his doctor was like, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> like, he would really enjoyed the uh, adventure. Anyway, um, he will not, he's immobilized till they can put a hard cast on it in three weeks. So he'll, he'll go from the, he's got like a surgical splint and bandages and everything. He'll go from that to a hard cast, then to a soft cast, then to a walking boot, physical therapy. It's a 12-month recovery. Oh, no, really? Yes. And now, he'll be up he, and walking around before 12 months, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just can't. He has crutches, and he needs to get mm-hmm. up and hop around on his crutches four or five times a day right now. He, but he can't drive, and he can't put an ounce of weight on the um, leg that's been operated on and it has to stay elevated um, toes above his nose as they kept telling me he has to have his leg elevated at all times the pain is excruciating the surgeon told me the surgeon told me it bones don't know the difference between a car wreck you know baseball bat or me doing surgery and he's got a lot of broken bones and a lot of a lot was done in that leg. It is the furthest thing from a minor procedure. It is very serious ortho surgery stuff. Yeah, and He's got a yeah. long, long road ahead of him. On Monday, I'll go pick up one of those little knee scooter thingies for him. Because, yeah. you know, crutches, if you've ever been on crutches, it gets, they're, they're tricky um, mm-hmm. and painful after a while and not great. Um and he needs to be putting weight on other parts of his body. So they sent me home with all this medical equipment. One of the things that he has is this sleeve that goes on his other leg. And it's USB rechargeable. And what it does is it, it compresses and releases, compresses and releases. So that mm-hmm. while he's flat on his back, it doesn't, he doesn't get like a blood clot or something. So this is what it sounds like all night long. Yeah, yeah. The first night he was home, I had to, I basically had round the clock on him because I had to keep swapping out his ice and making sure he didn't pop a fever and making sure he didn't try to move the leg and keep it elevated. So I just set a bunch of alarms. I got to tell y'all, when the 3 a.m. alarm went off, I was like, I'm going to go get your ice, my love. I'm walking into the kitchen, and I'm like, there's nothing. Nothing he can buy me. Nothing. There's no jewelry. (laughs) There's not a car. There's nothing. How far away away are you from referring to your husband when you're talking to your friends as puppet foot behind his back? Puppet foot? Oh, that was... Because I, when the surgeon described it to me, I said, like a puppet's foot. And he started laughing. He goes, yeah, exactly, like a puppet's foot. So I texted it because the kids were all worried. I texted it. Uh, the puppet foot has been fixed. So I think it it's already stick. started. But it's wait, already started. Um, <laughs> let, we have to pause here. And we got the People's Movie Critic is going to review anyone but you coming up. I have to tell you what happened yesterday. I thought I was going to be on crutches, too. The comedy, the drama, the insanity of having him completely immobilized. It's the movie Misery. And me as your nurse. 
It's Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Do you have sticker shock from an unexpected bill? Go to BobandSherry.com and tell us about a bill you received that shocked you. We're selecting four winners to pay their bill on their behalf. That's B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. We are very glad that Sherry is back with us. She is uh, looking after, and that's a very casual way of explaining it, her husband, Kevin, who went through uh, a really complicated foot surgery and cannot do much. When you said that uh, the foot must be above his head uh, Foot, ankle, leg, yeah, all the way up to his yeah, knee, yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess you have to be quite athletic to uh, get around while you're Foot is above your oh, head. Yeah. He's like the uh, Burger Meister Meister Burger. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. claymation thing. I have to say he's been a very, very, very good patient and oh, okay. very agreeable. And he's been following all the rules mostly except for what happened yesterday. And he's doing pretty well with his pain medication, which usually makes him sick. So we're, we're, we're on top of it, right? We're on top of it. But I had told him, yes, the doctor wants you up four or five times a day. But you can't get up without me in the room, please, just for these first couple of days. Because you know how he is. I'm married to Daniel yeah, Boone, yeah. Kit Carson or whatever. He's fiercely independent and just wants to go outside. And I'm like, no, after, let's get through the weekend. They said the first couple of days are the worst. And then I won't hover so much. Don't get out of this bed. Do not. So like, I'm going to go in the kitchen. And I'm going to make you something for dinner. Please stay put. So I head into the kitchen. And I had been outside clearing some tree stuff that had fallen in this bad storm that we had. So I was wearing um, my hiking boots. And I'm in the kitchen and I'm chopping vegetables and I'm listening to a podcast or whatever. And all of a sudden, I hear this enormous crash from the other side of the house. I drop my knife and sprint in the direction of the noise. But hiking boots have at the very top of the lacings, they have these two metal hooks where you hook the lace around it. Max knows what I'm talking about. And yeah, you have right. to be, I've done this before. They face out. Be, yeah. yeah, you have to be really careful because if you're not, the hook on one boot can snag the lace on the other boot. And because I have been standing at the counter with my, you know, my legs together, when I turned to run, I caught one boot caught the other lace and I face planted on my way out oh, of no. the kitchen. <clears throat> no. <laughs> so now we're both down and I'm like, don't move. I'm face down with my shoes tangled up with each other. Don't move. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm trying to untangle my shoelaces, checking because my first thought is always, oh my God, my teeth. Checking art. All my teeth are in my mouth. And I'm crawling up, running into the bedroom. I'm like, what? What are you, he's on the floor. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, well, I, I thought I, I thought I would get up. You're not get back in the bed. You're not allowed to get up without help. Oh my God. So, uh, that's cause that's all we need. We, if we, both I was going to say, yeah, we're going to die. He needs to stop doing that. Yeah. We're, I mean, we, there's nobody in this house mm-hmm. that's going to look after us and the cats will eat our eyes. So we, one right. of us has to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well it's a good thing you so, don't go to the worst case scenario. oh my gosh no you know me glass is always half full 
So, yeah, but that I was fine. I mean, luckily, you know, I was just I just face planted. It was fine. Got him back in bed, cooked him some dinner, went and sat with him while he ate. He watched something. We finally got cable and Internet back because that we lost everything. Power, cable, Internet. I brought him home from surgery to a pitch dark neighborhood and a house with. uh, What a nightmare. You guys, I there. There's so many things that have happened with this that are so insanely melodramatic. But the good news is, is so far so good. I mean, it hurts like a mother, mm-hmm. but he's he's getting through it. And is there, is there a painkiller that, that, that numbs it somewhat at least? Well, when they did the procedure, they gave him a nerve block. And that yeah, helped but that for doesn't like last. 24 that doesn't hours. Last. Yeah, right. And then they gave him they gave him a very small prescription um, for Percocet. There's a law yeah. where we live, the state where we live, mm-hmm. they can only give you like a handful of these painkillers. Right. And so the you know, I had to sit down, like my brain was so foggy that I had to sit down with a piece of paper and calculate, all right, if the nerve block wears off here, I need to start him on the pain medicine then cuz they told me like don't don't let it get away from you. You'll never catch it. So, so far, so good. Good. And, but here's, he, he is lying in bed and having all of his meals brought to him on trays. He has a little special jug, if you know what I mean. Use your imagination, folks, that um, I periodically empty and wash. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling you. <laughs> it is, Marriage is, is so full of glamour, isn't it? It is so, this is so hard on him. This is so, so, so hard on him. Y'all know he's an outside dog. Like for him to be confined like this and at my mercy, at my mercy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So um, yesterday was my birthday and and thank you everyone for all the really kind. Happy birthday again. Yeah. yeah, The really kind birthday wishes. I'm going to try to get back to as many people as I can. My favorite were the, were the people who texted me and went, Hope you're doing something special today. And I was like, <laughs> it's, giving, it's giving my immobilized husband a sponge bath on that list. <laughs> Morons in the News is next. It's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the News is sponsored by Every Plate. Skip the grocery store and save money with Every Plate. Let's do it. It's Bob and Sherry. Get these morons off the air. With morons in the news. A man who was arrested last week after passing counterfeit 50 and $100 bills at a Wawa convenience store in South Brunswick, New Jersey, over several months. James Leonard of South Brunswick used the fake money, which is designed to be used on movie sets and commercials and can be ordered online. And I'm looking at one of the bills, and it's a $100 bill with Ben Franklin right on it. And uh, up at the top, it says, for motion picture use only. But this guy said to himself, I'm going to go when the Wawa is really busy, like around 530 in the afternoon when people are going home. So cashiers don't have time to scrutinize the bills. And it worked. The thing that blows my mind, he got away with this for like uh, six months and he's going to these Wawa's and I can't believe that even in a busy time, somebody at a convenience store didn't say to himself, this guy just brought in a hundred dollar bill. I haven't seen a hundred dollar bill in a long time. 
especially when he's just buying a six-pack. But he did. He got away with it for a while. Finally, they took a look at the bills when they were counting, and they called the cops, and the cops figured out who was the guy, Mr. Leonard. Again, he passed about 600 bucks in fraudulent bills <laughs> since September. Wow. You can order it online. And, and it looks exactly, except for those words, for motion picture use only, looks exactly like a Ben Franklin $100 bill. I can't believe, and, and nobody, I guess, yeah, I wouldn't scrutinize it. As I sit here and think about it, I would just take your money and I give guess. you a change. Yeah. I guess. Usually yeah. on a bill that big, they'll either do the marker or check for that band in the middle. But yeah, like you I say, know. when they're busy, they're busy. He was they're smart. They're busy, yeah. Smart. That's right. Hey, we, that's well, something he was, you don't hear in morons in the news. It's one of us going, yeah, he was pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, he was smarter than my guys. Uh, an armed robbery in Colorado turned awry for the alleged perpetrators when police say someone stole their getaway car in the middle of mm. the heist. Three mm. masked and armed individuals <clears throat> robbed a check cashing service in Commerce City on Saturday morning, according to the local police department. No injuries were reported. Officers have arrested two of the three suspects and are currently investigating the incident. The police department said in an unexpected and ironic twist, as the trio was robbing the business, a fourth criminal stole their getaway vehicle, which may have already been stolen from somebody else. Wow. Oh, that's so good. It we is. don't know. If we get a solid description of it, we will release that here. The bizarre news stirred amusement among residents on social media. We just can't make this stuff up, the police department said. You know, the way I look at it, that goes under that whole honor among thieves. There's none. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, and let's go to today's moron of the day. Flagler County, Florida, um, a driver was found carrying meth after a hit and run accident involving a bicyclist for crying out loud. The poor man was on a bicycle when he was struck mm. by this Ford hatchback that fled the scene. So according to the sheriff's office, the bicyclist had gotten a life-threatening staph infection while working as a deputy, which left him paralyzed, right? And so there he is on it. He's already suffering, okay? And he's on his bicycle, and he gets knocked over by this Ford, which was God, tracked to the God. owner of the vehicle. The owner yeah. is Andrew Croswell. He's 35 years old. His parents told deputies that he wasn't at home. But deputies were eventually able, by putting out the APB description on the car, they were eventually able to track the vehicle down to US-1. They pulled it over, and they found the driver, um, Claire Smith, with um, our man here, the hit-and-run dude, in the passenger seat. He claimed that he was driving the car when it struck the bicycle, and he said, I didn't stop because I didn't realize I'd hit someone. And so um, he said, I thought I hit a curb. Well, they arrested him, and they took him in, and they found a substance in his lady's companion's purse, which they tested, and they said it was uh, methamphetamine. So now mm -hmm. it's time to search Mr. Croswell. And in the footage, in the body cam footage, you can hear him telling the cops, now he's handcuffed. He said, it's between the cheeks. And then you see him sort of trying to jiggle 
so that it, it falls <laughs> oh, no. out of it. And oh, one of the no. deputies, one of the deputies says, what you don't want to do is make us get it. That's the hard do not make us do. Can you, yeah. can you pick your butt with just one hand? And so despite the handcuffs, Croswell was able to dig her. This is I am quoting the police report, quote, <laughs> dig through his butt crack. Oh and with assistance oh. from the deputies oh was finally able to retrieve the methamphetamine. So not only did he flee the scene of an accident, not only do he did a hit and run on a beloved heroic member of the community, leaving him lying in the roadway. Then he's got a bag of meth crammed up his booty and has to jiggle and dig for it while in handcuffs. Folks, this is what we mean when we say one bad life choice can lead to a whole cascade of bad life choices. Oh, yeah. Try to check oh, yourself yeah. before right. you wreck yourself. That's we'll get right. This posted Crack up. is never good. Crack is never good. We will get this posted up because we've got the body cam footage. Oh, Everything my. we just described. Oh, my. And you my, can find my. that on the Bob and <laughs> no. Sherry Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go There's humanity. There's a good break for you at work. <laughs> Go humanity. All right, we are just minutes away from the People's Movie Critic and his review of anyone but you. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry website. The Oddcast. Contest info. BobandSherry.com. This story, especially if you're an animal lover, is going to fill your heart. And if you're disgusted with people, you're going to feel a little bit better about humanity. This happened in Poland. They have a, a really, they had a really wicked... Um, ice cold deep freeze storm approaching it was expected that temperatures would drop to four degrees below zero fahrenheit and -hmm. there was this shelter called the ktoz shelter for homeless animals where they had about 300 dogs in residence but not enough indoor kennel space and a lot of the dogs were in outdoor kennels and so the shelter reached out to the town and said "Um, we need your help with operation frost we don't have enough heated space for all of our dogs. Is there any way that you can either adopt or temporarily shelter a dog until the temperatures warm up? Well, people lined up around the block for hours. Oh, for that's a chance great. To help these. That's what I said. You were going to feel better. Yeah, that's they, great. They, before it even began, the shelter suspended Operation Frost because they were able to place all of their dogs into warm homes to get them through the cold snap. Fantastic. Um, one of the uh, police officers in town took a little dog named Mumbaj back to the police headquarters, and um, and they're going to keep it kind of as a mascot. Um, oh, a lot good. of the animals were adopted into their forever homes, and a bunch mm-hmm. more were kind of temporarily fostered. Yeah, yeah. It just... It just makes you feel a little bit better about humanity to see people respond right. like that. Yeah, without a doubt. That's fantastic. Pull, you know, I think some people can't take a dog in. forever, but they like to, you know, have them for a few days. So even the temporary ones were probably uh, yeah. completely loved. They were out of the cold and in warm houses. And for yeah. some of these dogs, it was the first time they were ever in like a house with a family. Wow. So it's a really great little story. and. There's some good in humanity. There really is. It's Bob and Sherry. The People's Movie Critic Review on Bob and Sherry is sponsored by Tide. Washing your clothes with Tide on cold cleans great and provides savings for your wallet, 
and the environment. It is time now for the People's Movie Critic and his review of Anyone But You. Hey, Lamar. Hey, I I feel like I should tell you that this movie is loosely based on Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing. In fact, the characters in Shakespeare's play were named Benedict and Beatrice. And in this movie, their names are Ben, played by Glenn Powell, and B, played by Sidney Sweeney. But if I do, it might raise your expectations, and then you'll wind up disappointed. So forget that I brought that up, okay? Think think less Shakespeare <laughs> and more Hallmark Channel, okay? Let's let's, let's right. get our expectations okay. straight. Okay. The movie opens up with a really inventive meet cute that leads to them staying up all night and talking and eating grilled cheese, and they fall asleep innocently in each other's arms. They're both great looking, possibly him a hair more than her. She is bubbly and smart. He is charming and funny. The chemistry is through the roof. My romantic comedy cup is full to the brim (laughs) at this moment. It's awesome. But sadly, we know this is too good to be true, but we're ready for it. We know what's going on. After a miscommunication that could have been settled in less than two minutes, both of them hate each other. So later on in the movie, it's probably been a year or so, both wind up at a wedding in beautiful Sydney, Australia. And since their animosity for each other is causing problems for the wedding party, their friends and family try to put them together so that they will like each other and everything will be good. Well, when each of their exes show up, they each have a different reason where they will both benefit from pretending to be a couple. And unless you have never seen a romantic comedy, you will not be surprised that the more they pretend to be a couple, the closer they become. Now, are you confused yet? Don't worry. Details are not important. Focus on the beautiful (laughs) surroundings, the attractive people, the chemistry between Ben and B, and the dialogue. This is a rom-com. It's not a murder mystery, so this is no problem. We know where we're headed. Don't worry so much about how we get there. The movie is a quick hour and 43 minutes. It's rated R for language, sexual content, and some brief graphic nudity. Sydney Sweeney comes across as a good comedic actress that does some pretty funny physical stuff. She did a good job. She also has the range to look sad or confused or, or very romantic, with just her eyes. I mean, her performance was very, very good through the entire movie. Glenn Powell did a more than passable job as Ben. His delivery was spot on. His charm was infectious. Dermot Mulroney. Do y'all know who this is? Does that name ring a bell? I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, think about this. A few years ago, he was the leading man in a ton of romantic comedies himself. He is now playing B's dad. I mean, he his what? career has yes, he, yeah. But really? you can remember when he was the guy. He was the guy, right, <laughs> but right. he, and he always brings something different to a movie. And this time was no different. The whole cast was great. Every romantic comedy has one thing in common: the last minute race for one of the people to stop the other from leaving, so that they can reunite and save the relationship and live happily ever after. Sometimes at an airport, sometimes at a train station. Uh, I mean, you know, 
sometimes it's just a cab and however yeah. you do it, a bicycle, the race is run. This movie takes this concept to a whole new level with how Ben gets to be for that moment. And boy, it's pretty darn cool. This is a very passable romantic comedy. I enjoyed it. It's not going to change the world, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? For an hour and 43 minutes, it was really pretty good. My score on this was four Budweiser's. You could do worse. I'm, you could do worse. I am delighted that this movie is that good. Because it was one yeah. of those where you looked at it and you went, these mm. are beautiful people and they're really talented and this is a great premise. But is this just a throwaway movie? And The chemistry Buds, in these movies makes good. everything. Yeah. yeah. Chemistry means everything in these movies. And the chemistry was definitely there. I don't know. I mean, your bottom line is you could do worse. That's 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 my that's buffer. Like that's yeah. my buffer. Hey, Bob. Okay. Hey, Bob. That's yeah. kind of been if it was in Latin, that's the show's philosophy. So, I mean, yeah, since when is you could too. do worse? A bad thing. Listen, right? we not all worse. is that not all of us sitting here talking, lived our life that way. It's true. Could do worse. Yeah, sure. Do worse. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, it's free, right? You know, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. It is Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. So I have to tell you um, what I just went through with Lenovo. They are a laptop computer maker. So Bob needed a new laptop. And I know you're wondering, well, if Bob needed a new laptop, why didn't Bob go find his own laptop? Well, let me answer that for you. Because I knew exactly what Bob needed. And Bob has many gifts and talents, but he's not super duper technical. And I had already done all the research. I knew exactly what he needed. I scoured the internet looking for just the right laptop, just the right features. I found a promo code that saved me $600, you guys. That's a lot, right? Mm, yep, so I thought, yeah. you know what? I could send all of this to Bob and tell him, you know, go ahead and, and order this. Or I could just order it because, you know, we're paying for it. You know, the Bob and Sherry show is going to pay for it. I'll just order it and have it shipped to his house. It's the year of our Lord 2024. How hard can that be? Well, I go to, I'm going to buy the computer directly from Lenovo because that's the only way I'm going to get this machine at that price. So they reject um, my credit card. Then they reject a second credit card. Then they reject a third credit card. And I was like, mm. you know what? Um, Y'all gaslighting me now. So I call the technical support number and I get a very nice person on the line who explains to me that Lenovo will not ship something to an address that isn't the same as the credit card. It's like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean really? you won't do that? Everybody does that. Have you heard of e-commerce? Like, have you ever heard of a gift? And the, and yeah. the man said, I'm sorry, that's fraud. I said, I said, no, it isn't fraud. I'm buying this for my coworker and sending it to his house. And they said, well, why can't you just send it to your house? I said, because I want it to go to his house. Well, why can't he buy it? Because I want to buy it. I want well, Lenovo. What are you, my mother? So I said, let me try this again. Let me try this again. I, I'm, I have money and I want to give you money. And, and for that money, I want you to give me this laptop and I want you to send it to Robert S. Lacey. And they were like, uh-uh, not going to do it. Not going to do it. So I said, okay, um, is there any way you can make this happen? And the man was very helpful. And he said, I'm going to escalate this up. And I want you to look for an email from me. So this is day one. 
This is day one of what became a four-day ordeal. So the next day, here comes his email, and he's like, hello, everything is resolved. Click the link below to complete the transaction. I click the link below, and it starts off all over again. Uh, we can't do this, and we won't do that. And Oh, no. And so I call, I call them back on the phone, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Um, I can't pronounce his name. It was very long, but it started with a P. P said, look, I have the email. He said he fixed it. And the new person said, well, he can't fix it because we won't do it. I was like, how I don't understand this? this because when you order from Amazon, right. You know, is, is it the same address as the purchaser? Uh, and if, if it's not, right, you just exactly. change it and off it goes. This is a Lenovo thing. So I say to the Lenovo person, can you answer a question for me? How are you in business? How in the <laughs> world are you in business? And, um, and they Making were like, friends. yeah, yeah, don't know. So, you know what they say that however you yell for a representative to the auto robot is who you really are. Apparently who I really am is Polly Walnuts. Anyway, so, um, so now we're going back and forth and, and the, the guy said to me, you can use PayPal or Amazon pay. I was like, Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to hang up and use Amazon pay. They send me the link. I use Amazon pay. If you've ever used Amazon Pay, it's using your Amazon account to make a purchase, which means you can also use your Amazon address book. Oh, man, I have beaten the system. I go to Amazon Pay. I put Robert S. Lacey as the delivery. They confirm for me that the computer is going to Robert S. Lacey. That's day two. Day three, I get an email from Lenovo. Hello, Robert S. Lacey. Get ready to get excited. Your new computer is arriving tomorrow at my address. So I'm like, oh, wait, no, no, wait, what? So I called the company back and I said, Amazon was going to deliver it to Robert S. Lacey. And you know what they said to me? We, we won't allow that. I'm sorry. Who, who, who are you? Lord. Who, excuse oh, you. God. Excuse you. Who are you to tell Jeff Bezos what to do? And they were like, sorry, not going to do it. Not going to do it. So now oh. I'm at the surgery center with my husband he's off getting operated on and i get another notification and this one says oh robert s lacy we tried to deliver your computer but we we were not successful um and then there's a link to log on to ups to um change the delivery <clears throat> i log on to ups and they can't change the delivery because Lenovo won't let them. I guess what I'm saying here, folks, is I don't know who you're praying to, but it's Lenovo that's in charge. Lenovo is in charge of Amazon, of UPS, of everything. So I, that's, I finally that's call. That's so crazy. Yeah. Wait, I finally call, and I get, I get a human being on the line with UPS, and I lay out the situation. And they said to me, well, we tried to deliver that computer, Robert, but your dog was aggressive. And I said, I, I don't have a dog. They went, wait, what? I don't have a dog. I don't have any kind of a dog. This is I don't nuts. even have a toy dog. And because the driver made the mistake, they sent Bob's computer to a UPS store. And yesterday, I waited till the drugs kicked in on my ailing, injured post-op husband. I raced to the UPS store at 60 miles an hour to ship it to Bob. So I'm like, I'm here for this computer. And they gave it to me. I said, now I need to ship it to a new address. And they looked at me and said, I don't understand. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, so, Bob. What, what color if, is it? I hope if, I like the color. 
listen to me. If this computer doesn't solve your problems, <clears throat> I want you to take that to the grave. Never mention it to me. Act like everything's okay. I will. Because I will, I I will drive so to your sorry. house and throw some hands. I am so and this is all happening so while, while we're having tornadoes, power outages. My husband's getting operated yeah. on. Yeah. And apparently my vicious dog. Y'all, I could scream. Straight ahead, comedian Megan Hanley. It's Bob and Sherry. Everyone Needs a Laugh is sponsored by Kohl's. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com today. There are so many talented and funny comedians these days who are, who are women. And let's hear another one right now on Everyone Needs a Laugh. This is Megan Hanley. No, I'm happy that you're here because a lot of my friends are pregnant right now, which is exciting, but they don't come out to comedy shows. They're like, oh, when's your show? Saturday, 9 o'clock? That's a little late. That's a little late. That's not very convenient. I'm like, oh, you know what's convenient for me? Your wedding. <laughs> yes, there's some bitter people here. They're with me, right? Once you get there, great time, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Oh my gosh. But yeah, a lot of my friends have kids. I'm sure we got parents here. We got parents here? Yes. yes. That was such a great response because I feel like there's so many more of you, but you're like, don't do it. I'm not applauding. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. <laughs> we got a sitter. I don't want to think about him. <laughs> I think now's a great time to be a parent just because of social media. Yeah, I look at my friends' news feeds and they're like a year of blessing photo montage, matching outfits. And I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I should have a kid. Like, that's so beautiful. And then I hang out with them in person, and I'm like, this is not the same family <laughs> that I saw advertised online. <laughs> right? Like, based on these photos, I think I'm gonna show up and there's gonna be like a choreographed dance number waiting for me. <laughs> like, welcome, Mentee Megan. Ta-la, ta-la. We're so happy to see you. No, you show up, and it's like the inmates have just taken over the asylum. <laughs> Just toys everywhere, food all over the wall, crane all over their college diploma. Nobody's wearing pants. <laughs> I went to my friend's house and her son's just wearing underwear with a sock hanging out of it. And he's like, I'm a cat. <laughs> it's a hard job. It's a hard job. And uh, I, don't, I don't have kids, but I do live in Brooklyn and there's moms everywhere. Moms pushing strollers. And I got to say, if you're a mom and you're pushing a stroller, I am jealous because you can do whatever you want. You can talk to yourself out loud in public. Nobody cares. <laughs> They're like, it's fine. She's just talking to the kid. I'm like, that kid is not old enough to understand. Like, that's just a lady running her day. You know? I saw a woman the other day, and she's pushing the stroller. And she's like, well, later on, we're going to go to the grocery store. And that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. And then maybe later, Daddy will be home. Well, I know he's home, but he's working from home, and we can't disturb him. Maybe I want to take a Zoom yoga class with my friends. Maybe I want to hug my parents in person. Maybe I just want a little bit of time for myself. But that's okay, because we're having fun. We're having fun. <laughs> right? And then you look down, there's no baby in the stroller. <laughs> You're like, that is good therapy. <laughs> good therapy. That's why it's great to be. It's great to be out. It's great to be out amongst people, you know, laughing. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, ladies' night has changed, you know. Like, when I was younger, ladies' night was like crazy, wild party. Now my friends will be like, come over. We'll have a ladies' night. We'll drink wine. We'll watch a movie. It'll be sad. <laughs> they don't say the sad part, but then you get there, and you're like, oh, it's just going to be us. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, that's so fun. Yeah, let's order sushi. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you're selling jewelry now? 
feel like the jewelry selling is getting out of control. <laughs> Even worse, I have friends making their own jewelry. Way worse. <laughs> Way worse. Because my one friend is like, this next piece, I made this. I made this myself. I'm like, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> like, it looks like a bunch of paper clips looped together. I'm like, you're selling this? And I know that's mean. I know that's judgmental. I feel like women, we can be very judgmental people. I don't even think we mean to be. I just think there's something in estrogen that we just file information away, and we file information away, and then we find out somebody's been talking about us behind our back, and it just comes spewing out of nowhere. It's like, what'd she say? Who? Kathy? No, I don't think I know. Kathy. And it's like, oh, you mean fat Kathy with the screwed up eyebrows and the weird lip? That Kathy? What'd she say? That booze bag? I'll rip her eyes out. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Kathy. It was actually Deb. I'm like, I know, because Kathy's a sweetheart. <laughs> Megan Hansley. Cutting to the bone right there. This is Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. Does anybody know who Paul McKenna is? Paul McKenna. Very famous uh -uh. hypnotist. Very famous hypnotist over in England. Okay? Okay. Paul McKenna has said, Roger Daltrey and James Corden have used trances to perform better on stage. He puts them in this trance. The hypnotist says that some celebrities have turned to him to beat an addiction and others have asked him to gain an edge. He says his past clients include the Who frontman Roger Daltrey and actor and chat show host James Corden. He said, I feel very honored to have worked with some of the particularly talented people. Sometimes they want to be even better. They want to have the edge. So when Roger Daltrey walks out to a stadium and he performs for people, he wants to be at the peak state of performance. So he uses one of my trances, as does James Corden. They want to be in that peak state of performance to do their job. Now listen, I know there's something to hypnotism. I know there is. Not all people are susceptible to it, but some are. My question is, do you think this is a real thing or some sort of hula-bula? What do you think, Mac? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to go on the hula-bula with this because <sighs> if this really worked, he could have put James Corden in a trance so he could start being nicer to people. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, there's a yeah. lot of people in restaurants through the course of time that have said he really wasn't the nicest guy. Now, I know he's apologized for this. But apparently, this has been a theme with him. So that's what yes. I say. If this worked, yeah. make James Corden in a trance a little bit nicer. How, you know, that always amazes me. How hard is it just to be nice? Apparently, it's pretty difficult for some I, people. I, I have a theme. You can never go wrong if you start off being nice. Can't lose. Can't lose. Unless you're James That's my Corden, nugget for the day. Unless you're James Corden, you can make a whole bunch of money and then go back to England. I guess you can. This is Bob and Sherry. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. It's talkback time. You can call us at 844-52-SHERI. That's on the phone. Or you can grab our app. It's free in Google Play and the Apple Store, and you can use it to... Listen to the show and all of our podcasts and enter contests and all kinds of cool stuff. And 
there's a little cartoon microphone in the center of the screen at the bottom. Tap it and talk, and the app will do the rest. So while you were taking care of Kevin, we did a thing on the Wienermobile. It's a job I've always wanted to have. And you also get the Wiener Whistle, which <clears throat> I'd never heard of before. It's shaped like the Wienermobile. Thank goodness. And uh, one of we have the most amazing listeners. One of our listeners, Max tells me, is going to demonstrate the wiener whistle. Let's go. I've got a uh, wiener whistle. <laughs> Have a great day. Love you guys. <laughs> there it is. That's what it sounds like. That's part of the gig. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but you get the wiener whistle along with uh, 35K a year. So we. I just think. Go ahead. I, I still think it's the coolest job. Go ahead. We have another talk back. Uh, this woman says that, Sherry, you are her spirit animal. Good morning, Bob, Sherry, Lamar, Max, and Doc. This is Elizabeth from Winston-Salem. I'm just calling to further connect with Sherry. For many years, I have felt like we were truly spirit animals. While while I am a Mitagon, I was raised by, raised by um, <laughs> Appalachian Mountain witches, and still I'm in contact with them, and everything is about death. Everything is an omen of death. Completely agree. I have a penchant for cats. I was raised by my social worker mother, who just recently retired, and I am a principal of a school after having previously taught in behaviorally emotional disturbed classrooms. So that's been kind of my past. But we're also connected in that we both have those peasant guts, and I have a, I have avoided my five-year-old stomach bugs for probably a few years now. And over the break, specifically on my birthday, I got hit with that stomach bug, just like you, Sherry. So I just wanted to say I'm so sorry. And uh, why did our peasant guts let us down now, of all times? All right. Hope you all are well. Thank you again for all that you do and looking forward to what the new year brings. Happy 2024. So she identifies with you because um, she uh, worked with emotionally disturbed people. She taught. Yeah. Children. She taught. So so I guess that part of it, I'm wondering, are we the emotionally disturbed children since she is your, you are her spirit animal? That's what I was. That's what I was wondering also. Y'all have done worse on this show. So let's, you know, let's take a deep breath and a little bit of a step back. I love that she was raised by Appalachian witches. It's very similar to the Sicilian witches that got me, girl. So I get it. I hear it. I was, una- I was unaware of the Appalachian witches completely. It, the less you know, the better, mister. It's for your own good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love when she said, I'm a Mitagon, but... <laughs> She had never heard that. Most of the people, I, I'm telling you right now, most of the people who listen to us and, and people who've been with us for many years, and we thank you uh, deeply, have never heard that term. Um, that is such a Northeastern uh, term it's, that only um, somebody coming from a Portuguese or maybe definitely an Italian family, maybe it's, Portuguese. It's, it's Italian. It's the it's Italian total- pronunciation of yeah. the word. It's the lazy Italian pronunciation of the word American because like my people were all immigrants. Like my grandmother who raised me was the first person born in the United States. Her family, mm-hmm. her parents didn't even speak English. That's why her name got all jacked up on her birth certificate because they couldn't understand what my great-grandparents were trying to say her name was. Like so, in The Godfather. Um, like in The Godfather, yeah. So, my, and, and of course, you know, these people who came from the old country, and it's weird when you're raised by a grandparent because you're a time traveler. You've got like a generational slip because your 
raised with refer- pop culture references that are of the wrong era for you, right? Right. Like, right. like I, I can remember my grandparents talking about Charlie McCarthy. I don't know if that's the ventriloquist or the dummy, but like they would, they would have all this slang that was completely out of step with right. the modern era, right? But anything that wasn't Italian was mitigan. So the food, but the, I didn't the realize that that the vacations, that was a, mitigan, mitigan. That that was an abbreviation for American. It's no, it's the word. It's the word American, but pronounced like I that's see. how you would pronounce American if you were a person who didn't speak English. American, you know, I think American. I think that the the cultural um, um, valleys between generations are less now. Like I think that my grandchildren are listening to the Beatles. They know Beatles songs, and he's four years old. Because my daughter Landon, you know, she was born after the Beatles, obviously, but uh, she plays Beatles songs. It's not that much of a stretch, but you are exactly right. When I think of my my own grandmother, Shay Shay, uh, referring to, I don't know, some big band leader or something, I had no idea who she was talking about. Well, but the today, internet, I, there's a fusion. Yeah, I think that you're right. The you're internet right. has flattened the cultural divides. Like, you'll right. have. 12 year olds um, binging old TV shows like Friends, which I know a lot yeah, of people yeah. are like, wait, that's not an old TV show. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's an old TV show. Yeah. But it when is. I was a kid, my grandmother would say to me, why don't you and your friends go put on a show like Andy Hardy? What the hell is that? <laughs> what are we even talking about? Right? Actually, that's what we do for a living. But uh, I understand any, yeah, what but you're... Any, and anytime I would I would be like dramatic with shock, right? They'd be like, "Oh, it's Tallulah Bankhead." What the hell is that? Like, <laughs> That's true. Why can't we be like the other people in America? Oh, you want to be a Mitagon? Yeah, kinda. I do kind of want to be a yeah, Mitagon. Right. They have they have mashed potatoes right. and they're in this time zone. It's right. Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. Sherry, I uh, am so appreciative of you ordering a very special computer so I have an easier time here. And I I agree, you were the right person to order that. Why can't Bob do it? I'm just not as technically oriented and you really, you know, knew the right computer. And I feel that I should uh, return the favor in some way. Uh, You're going to have some time with Kevin's recovery with his foot raised above his head. Um, yeah, toes just above your nose, as they say. Yep. Yeah, with his ankle cannot be moved because of the surgery and everything. He's going to get tired of watching John Wayne and Dean Martin uh, westerns from the 1960s. So, and he's also his brain will atrophy if he doesn't do something. He just cannot lie there all the time. So, I have a scrip- subscription to Downey's Magazine, and they have a shop, and I have uh, pulled some of the items. That you might be able to get him, get him to do while he's lying there in bed, and the okay. John Wayne movie with Dean Martin is uh, is finished. Well, uh, for twenty two ninety nine, you could get Heidi Boyd's felt ornament kit, where he would take <laughs> different pieces. He's an artist, of felt. you know. He might be really yeah. good at this. Yeah, and he he would handcraft little gnomes that he could put on your Christmas tree next year now 
once that's done, you could move along to the do-it-yourself lip balm kit where they give you. (laughs) Keep going. I'm loving (laughs) all of this. They give you the substances of uh, lip balm. And then you mix it together, and then so I guess somehow you shove it into a, like a little container, and there you're all set. How about the um, embroider a duck hoop kit? So you could embroider hang embroider a you, duck. You, <gasps> yeah, we could do needlepoint together. Right. Hashtag right. winning. There you go. There you go. Right there. Uh, I mean, it's not the lip balm kit, but I think it'll keep them busy for a while. And then uh, the last one is the painted bird ornament kit. So you get these little cutouts of uh, in wood of birds. And then, you know, he's an artist. He could paint the little birds. And again, your Christmas tree next year is going to be something. <laughs> Between that and the whimsical ornament kit. I love it. You like that? Love it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, another yeah. one. Heidi Boyd has another one. Whimsical uh, turtles. Little tiny turtles. I, they're not ornaments, but uh, you, he could put them anywhere throughout the house after he finish, finishes making the whimsical felt turtles. You know, you're on to something. Because yeah. uh, one of the things that we did before he went in for his surgery was, uh-huh. um, like, all the kids gave him, like, puzzle books and books about trains and, and yeah, the Wild yeah. West and stuff for Christmas. So you have reading material. Right. But we we put a little table with all of his art supplies and stuff on it so that when he's feeling better, he can sit there and and make creative things. But I'm loving this paint the birds and make the lip balm situation. I feel like what keepsakes those would be. He won't see the lip balm kit coming. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm making fun. I feel so badly for him. I mean, this it's it's a miserable situation to be in y'all it's not only that he's completely immobilized he's in pain he's in, this is really painful like he if this were a, a movie you know what would bones. happen if the, if this were a movie he's got his his foot way up in the air and he's lying and he's in pain if this were a movie there would be a delivery of the um whimsical felt kit and the delivery guy would have to come in for some reason. He'd trip and knock Kevin out of the bed and the foot going up and screaming ensues. That's oh, I've yeah. seen that. How many movies have you seen that scene in? Well, that that's why I can't. I'm like, don't don't go anywhere without telling me first. Because right, we right. Have pets like what I did to this house to prep this for him, like to clear everything out of the way so he could get around on his crutches. But Larry yeah. Munson, my cat. He has all of his babies that he carries around in his mouth. And he has been carrying these babies around and dropping them directly in the lines, like in the walkways, all the walkways. Yeah, that I've yeah, cleared. where he walks. Like, where he like walks. sabotage. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just going to be, you know what? It's going to be like a second honeymoon around here. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. That picture later, of you is a- Kathy Bates and him in bed is so hysterical. Oh. The one doc. If you haven't seen it, I hope you do. Doc put it together. I'm his biggest fan. And later, he's going to get a sponge bath. (laughs) Unless he sasses me. It's Bob and Sherry.
Can You Believe This is sponsored by BritBox. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Cherry's. I don't believe this shit. I cannot believe this You listen to me, you're going to be horrified, Bob Lacey, horrified. But you need to hear what I'm about to tell you. Everybody needs to hear I don't to want this. to be horrified. No, I you just need don't to want be horrified. to be horrified. You do. You do. Because I'm, I'm going to, first you're going to be horrified, then you're going to make a change in your life that's going to last forever, and it's going to be for your best health. Everybody needs to listen to this. So let's talk about a public bathroom. Um, this comes out of the Journal of Applied and Environmental Microbiology, which is what you read when the cable company knocks you off for two days, okay? You don't have any internet or TV. All right, so they looked at um, a bunch of public restrooms. And they collected samples of the air in public restrooms. And they call these um, bacterial colonies and they catch them on these little um, plates, right? So they go into these public bathrooms and they do air sampling. And the typical public bathroom air sample had less than one bacterial colony per plate. That's good news. That tells you that those are clean spaces and you can feel okay about breathing that air. Yeah. Until... Until they tested the air coming out of the hand dryer machines. In 30 seconds, they had anywhere from 18 to 60 bacterial colonies per plate. Yeah. Yeah. So they said, okay, this is gross, but let's find out why. Like, are these hand dryers harboring bacteria or do they suck it up and blow it back out? So they began investigating that, and they found that if you put a HEPA filter inside the hand dryers, that reduces the bacteria, but it doesn't eliminate it. And let's get real. You're lucky if a public bathroom has a working toilet. Now you're going to have HEPA air filters. Don't even kid yourselves, folks. That ain't happening. So then they said, okay, since they're not going to fix the hand dryers, where is the problem coming from? Well. Most public restrooms don't have toilet seat lids, and most people don't use them anyway. And that's the problem, because when you flush, it releases a cloud of bacteria into the air, and wait, there's more. When they swabbed people's hands who used the hand dryer, so you used the bathroom, you washed your hands with soap like a civilized, decent, God-fearing human being, Then you put your hands under the dryer. All that did was put those bacterial microbes right back on your clean skin. So here's the bottom line. According to science, use paper towels. The end. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I've heard this thing about the uh, hand dryers before. Not to this detail. And I am so, I'm not freaked out over it, but I'm aware of it. And if I go into a men's room and that's all they have, uh, I'm trying to figure out, do I use the toilet paper to dry my hands? Do I dry my hands on my jeans? As soon as a dude presses that button, I get out of there as fast as I can. I'm aware of this and they need to stop that. They totally need to get rid of those things. But say they're saving money. They're saving money. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. You're right. And it's and it's less litter because you know that when you have paper towels in bathrooms, not only are they paying for paper towels, but the trash cans are overflowing. 
Here's right. the part you didn't know. You knew that there was some connection between the flush and the hand dryer. What you didn't know was that there you are washing your hands with soap and you're just spraying. And I'm, I'm being kind to y'all with some of these details, just so you know. You're right. just spraying right. that bacteria right back onto your hands. So what's here, the answer? Is, I mean, the what's answer, the answer to this? The answer is maybe the woods behind Target, because here's the thing. There you are. You're trying to save a tree by not using the paper towels. Yeah, you're yeah. Trying, you're trying so hard, especially like you, Bob, because you're so, and I commend you, like you're so focused on um, waste, waste not, want not, and recycling and the environment and all of it. Here you are. You're trying to be a good person, and you're just getting poo microbes all over your hands. You would be better off if you insist on leaving your house finding you a discreet spot behind a tree back behind the shopping center. I swear you can't have anything nice with human beings. It's just so I know. gross. It's, so it's gross. I, I, honest to God. I, I hate the idea of the trees and everything, but I think they just need to rip those machines off the walls because there are more and more of these studies coming out. They're no good. And um, it makes an unpleasant, you know, situation even worse knowing all of this. They, they, they need to go to paper towels in some way. Uh, recycled paper towels. Can I tell you what I saw last Sunday before I read this article in, again, the Applied Environmental Microbiology Journal? So I had gone out to multiple different locations getting supplies in because I knew Kevin's surgery was coming. And and uh, I'm in like the third different, my last stop, and I go in to use the restroom. And a mom is in there with a little girl and they wash hands, and the little girl is singing the hand-washing song. She must have learned at preschool. It was so, so, so cute. Mm-hmm. Then they go over, and the mom gets um, a little water, and she's wiping, like, some kind of, like, I don't know, sticky something off the child's face. Then they go over to the hand dryer, and the little girl dries her hand. Then she puts her face up and lets the hot air blow on her face. And knowing what I know right now, knowing yeah, what I that's know That's a nightmare. Right <laughs> that's, a, that's an absolute mm. nightmare. All right. Well, we've given everybody a heads up. We always refer to they need. I don't know who they are, but they need to do something about this. Protect yourself. Use the paper towel or go in the woods behind the shopping center. Those are your choices. (laughs) Live your best life. It's Bob and Sherry. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. You know, when I was a kid, the idea of being a comedian or writing comedy for a television show or maybe a movie, I mean, it just seemed like only magical people could do that. But with the Internet and the fact that everybody's a critic and everybody can come up with a one-liner, I think, you know, maybe 10 years from now, we're going to enter this golden age of comedy where all of a sudden a lot of people know that they are funny, that they, they've been doing zippy one-liners about, you know, the Oscars or whatever it may be, or an experience in their own lives. Some of the folks are just very funny, and they're not professional comedy writers. Let me give you an example. There was, and this is actually a story, there was a story about four or five days ago about a person who says they have inside information that the government is harboring and hiding this amazing UFO. They're hiding this UFO that is the size of a football field. And somebody went on to comment, I know where they're hiding. 
this UFO, which is the size of a football field. They're hiding it in the Bank of America Stadium where the Carolina Panthers play because no one will see it. Wow. That's, <laughs> wow, that's really sad. That, it, it is. It is. It's rough stuff. But, I mean, there's, there's somebody out there that just came up with that line. And I know if you're a Panther fan, that really, really hurts. But it's been, if you don't follow football, it's been a very miserable year for the Panthers. How many games have they won? Two games? They only won two the whole season long. The season's now over. Yeah, their season is over. So, I don't know. There are people, even if it's cruel like that is, there are people out there that got some comedy chops. It's Bob and Sherry. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry archive vault hey hi cat hey cat hello so uh what was your deal who did you unfriend i didn't unfriend i was actually unfriended who unfriended you who unfriended you um well my a girlfriend of nine years now Uh we uh go to this place on a regular basis and we had become friends with a lot of people that work there is it a bar no it's not Is it a church? (laughs) Those are the two extremes. It's a a donation place. We donate. You donate. Okay. 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 Blood? You donate blood? Yes. All right. Good. Okay. So the person that works there. Uh Now, this particular person that used to stick my girlfriend started trying to date her. I'm sorry? And she started trying to date my girlfriend. The phlebotomist was macking up on your lady? Yes. Hey, I've waited my whole career to use that sentence. That's a good one there. I was just going to say, you know, you yeah. really interwove, you interwove some good <laughs> slang with the proper term. I'm, well done. That is really great. Well done. You know, you, you get up in the morning, you go, what enchantments does this day have in store for me? And you just the, never know. Is there a sexier word than phlebotomist? Um, so the lady that was sticking your girlfriend wanted to stick your girlfriend is what you're telling me, Kat. Basically. That seems like a breach of professional ethics. Paycheck is what you really wanted. Does your girlfriend make a lot of money? Well, no, she was... My my girlfriend was being friends with her, and she was telling me everything that she said to her, and they text and everything, they were being friends. And she was... My girlfriend was me who would laugh at her when we get home. And the girls that I was being a jealous lesbian, whatever. So... To show my good faith, I became friends with her on Facebook because I wasn't jealous and I wasn't worried. With the phlebotomist. Right. You friended the phlebotomist. The you fl- yeah. you friended the phlebotomist. No, she friended the flirtatious phlebotomist. <laughs> right. Well, she then what happened? To date my girlfriend. Did she not understand that you two were a couple? Well, apparently not. So and she was she expecting, the flirtatious phlebotomist who friended you was expecting your girlfriend to philander. It's, oh, you just stole it from me! me for her. <laughs> she thought she was going to be able to steal her. Even wow. though we're working on 10 years in a relationship. And have a frivolous so. fling. A frivolous fling with the flirtatious philandering who phlebotomist. Who is deaf to fat. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, did you do? So yes. you unfriended her on Facebook? How did she like and, that? And what happened? unfriend her she tried to get my girlfriend to pay her bills and then she told everybody where we donate that i was a jealous lesbian and i got mad and told her off were you furious yes i was i got i was really upset 
She tried to get your girlfriend to pay her bills? Yes. Oh, you're not a jealous lesbian, but she's a freeloading, flirtatious, philandering phlebotomist. <laughs> okay, thank you. She <laughs> is. I'm on your, I'm on Team Cat. <laughs> are Are you with your girlfriend right now? Uh, not not one of my girlfriends at work, but yes, we're still together. No, no, I, I didn't know that. Uh, man. But what happened, this is the thing that happened. <laughs> I was being nice. Now, I never said anything on Facebook, mm-hmm. but one day, because I was mad, uh-huh. I didn't even mention nobody's name. I went on Facebook, and I commented on people backstabbing and trying to steal people's mm-hmm. mates and trying to get money out of them. Uh-huh. I hate gold diggers. Yep. They make me sick. That's all I said. I didn't say nobody's name. I didn't say what the situation was. Nothing. Next thing I know, she's unfriended me and blocked me. But if the footwear well, she... fits the flandering, <laughs> flirtatious phlebotomist. She's better left forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you had to go find a new blood donation center, huh? No, I did not. <laughs> oh, so you go in there every, every uh, six weeks or so and roll up your sleeve and just stare her down. Say, I no, want the I feckless phlebotomist. I laugh at her because <laughs> what she did was tell on herself, and now her coworkers know that I wasn't being jealous and I wasn't lying. I got one more. Well, mm, her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kat, you know what? There is some. There's oh, something particularly dear. gross about people that try to break up a happy That's relationship. That's right. That is exactly right. <laughs> one of our coworkers now. She's going after one of your coworkers. One of her coworkers. Wow. So she just, that's just her M.O. She just can't be fulfilled. Or faithful. Yeah. Yeah, she wants it. Well, the important thing is here, Kat, is that you love triumphed, right? And that you continue to give blood, which is a, an act of self-sacrifice. That's Thank exactly you. right. And Thank- is the type of blood giving you, you give, is it phoresis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. Thank you. That was fun. Kat, thank you very much. It's Bob and Sherry. <laughs> Use the talk back, feature talk back feature on the free Bob and Sherry app and leave us a message. Nominate a teacher to win a Florida vacation by going to the contest tab at bobandsherry.com. We'll pick one weekly qualifier to win Bob and Sherry swag and they're entered to win the monthly grand prize from Visit Florida, a three-night vacation for two to Margaritaville Beach Resort, Fort Myers Beach, with round-trip airfare and vehicle rental. Show your appreciation for a deserving teacher. Nominate them at bobandsherry.com. Here's Bob and Sherry with Charlie King and the Zippy Zodiac. Kick it off, Charlie. Where are we starting? So this week for Aries, you could have a career responsibility that weighs heavy on you because you finally say, see someone for who they truly are after they fooled so many people. So you're going to want to air some grievances. Just make sure to leave work at the door when you come home. But after what may have been an exciting or maybe nerve wracking recent period, you feel ready for some time by yourself. So this is Herm you. Switch off your mind and let yourself rest. Gemini, you're much more sensitive to the environment around you this week, which means your mind could go places that you don't really want it to go. So avoid the tendency to think the worst and just remember to see the beauty in the weirdness and remind yourself that stranger things have happened. Hmm. (laughs) I'll I'll go with that. Hmm. I'll go with that. For cancer, it's time to stop being too giving, too generous or too compromising. You sometimes forget your hard shell is there to protect you and you approach with softness but this week you may need to use your pinches to ward off anybody who takes you for granted 
Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's something. I that's interesting. The idea of a hard shell to protect yourself. I <laughs> yeah. like that. And cancer that's needs it because they are very yeah. tender hearted. Yeah, All right, how about Leo? Right. So Leo, the heat is on for you this week. It's a time of healthy independence where you kind of realize you can't always wait for things to just happen for you. So ask for something or better yet, be really fierce in demanding it. And I'm certain you will get it. Mm, wow. Okay, Virgo. So you could receive support from a really unexpected place or a really unusual person this week. And yeah, as always, your logical mind wants to analyze it and think everything through. But instead, try and let yourself be surprised by some unanticipated magic. Nice. I feel good about that. The only <laughs> word that jumped out at me, though, I could receive, which also means I might so not receive. Yeah. Yeah. So very anyway, that sounds That sounds good. Thank you, Charlie. For Libra this week, you seem to be impacted by water and or emotions. And whether that's heavy rain dampening things or just lots of big emotions surfacing, you might find benefits in turning to a familiar group of people and you'll receive some exceptional moral support. For Scorpio. For Scorpio, everything's just back to business. This is a very administrative type of week for you and you're, you're lumped with doing all the boring things and getting everything in order. So there are going to be practical issues that require your attention, but somebody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, boring would be good at this point, yes. <laughs> For Sagittarius, this week is about developing your skills. You have plenty of interests, plenty of curiosities, but one of those is actually a beacon that's meant to guide you towards a new era of expertise. So follow any hunches to expand your qualifications. Capricorn. So... <laughs> Capricorn, you will always be the busiest of signs and everything you do usually has more benefit to others. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that needs to change this week. That needs to change. So this is all about you yelling and stomping and, if you can, barking orders where needed. And do so confidently because it needs to be your way or the highway. Oh, God, Charlie. I mean, that, that would maybe work out for me if my husband could walk. <laughs> and speaking of my husband, he's an Aquarius. It's our next sign. So Aquarius, Aquarius this week, there is a slight gap between how you will express yourself and how people perceive you. And that's going to be very noticeable. So misunderstandings are going to happen because people aren't on your wavelength. Just go ahead and say and ask for what you need anyway. Okay, and wrap it up with Pisces. Pisces, the house and the chores and life might be a little bit harder to keep up with this week, but that's because work has you spreading yourself thin to try and meet all kinds of needs and deadlines. Don't be hard on yourself and take this as an opportunity to get somebody else to do the dishes or (laughs) move the vacuum around. Make them do it. Let me come over and do it. You know, Pisces, let me swing by and look after the place for you. You know, that way my effort can benefit you instead of me. Oh, Charlie, I'm just going to go slam my head in the door. We'll get this all posted up at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. And we'll link it over to the Bob and Sherry Facebook. Charlie, have a fabulous weekend. And we'll see you next week. Take care. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry Podcast. All right, here's a question, Bob, for you and for Max and possibly Doc, too. 
Are you a digital hoarder? Meaning, do you hoard a bunch of stuff up on your hard drives and not get everything cleaned out? It, no. Research shows no. that 30% of us have mm-hmm. files that are at least 10 years old. Oh, you're, you're kidding. Yep, 30%. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I've got files that are 10 years old. In, in, what are, in what are in account. those files? What are in those files? Stuff I might need one day. There you go. Um, okay. So there's there's st- I, I, a lot of this is procrastination on going through it, but right. a lot of in my job people say, "Do you remember when this or that happened? And do you have any record of oh, that? Yeah. And can you do?" So um, I would say that yeah. that's the reason that I do it. Also, I would say that I'm probably pretty disorganized about it. My guess yeah. is Doc saves stuff, but he's much more uh, organized about it yeah. than. Well, it makes sense that you save it, though, because we're always saying, hey, do you, do you have that piece that we did from uh, 2016 that yeah. people have been asking? You know, I could see that. I, I don't. I really don't. I'm, I'm not as um, oriented towards uh, computer needs than most people. I get rid of stuff because I use it daily on my iPad. I don't want it, you know, backing up my iPad when I'm bopping around trying to find something. The only thing I think I save are like uh, maybe medical things or banking things, um, you know, for IRS at the end of the year or whatever. That's about it. What about, How about you, Lamar? Do Video. You save I'm, I'm the world's worst. I'm the world's worst. Uh, as Pictures long as I, I had a, com- save, yeah. as long as I had a computer at Budweiser, when I, when I left there, I had stuff for the, from the last, 15, 20 years. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what kind of stuff, ni- though? Are you trying? I mean, I'm just counting pictures of my family, my dog. No, no, you know. this is not. This is this is emails. I, I, I kept emails. Uh-huh. If I got a if I got an email that had anything to do with business at Budweiser or anything yeah. like any any email that I sent or I got. Mm-hmm. I never, to cover I never yourself? deleted it. Well, cover yeah, yourself? just think, yeah, because I, I I had stuff come up and say, well, what about did yeah. we do so and so or whatever? All I needed yeah. was a keyword, and I would right. search, and I could go back and find. I just every time I looked at it, I thought, you know what, I don't really need this, but you know, and I kept, and I'm I've done the same thing with my personal email. I've got like, yeah, oh, I don't know, twenty something thousand things on my personal. Do you email. have a second family somewhere that you haven't told <laughs> us about? Is that- <laughs> I just don't. I Listen, hate to out you, but one of one of the on the survey, it talked about the fact that deleting is something that people don't want to do, and it says seventy eight percent transfer from one device to another when we get something new. I know every iPhone, my iPhone right now has some stuff, including pictures or whatever, from the very first iPhone I've ever bought. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I, I probably have pictures like that, too. I, I, yeah. And I love going back and looking at them. Yeah, I wish other so, people you know. enjoyed looking at my pictures as much as I do and, and my showing them. <laughs> yeah. I, last yeah. time I saw Allie, I, I said, hey, Allie, I was at the beach with Finn and I turned them loose on the beach. There was almost nobody on the beach. <sighs> Take a look at this. This is Finn charging toward the water. Is that not look how look how much he's laughing? He's having a great time. She 
She called Mary later and she said, Dad just showed me uh, pictures of Finn running on the beach. That's like the 50th um, video I've seen of Finn running. I love Finn, but. But he was know, running just, different that time, wasn't he, Bob? He was. He was I thought he was. Yeah. Different. That's exactly yeah. right. I yeah. understand. I thought he was. I understand. That's I mean, right. I, you right. know, I, I think I, I'm bad about that. Um, you I, know, I, wonder, I keep saying I wonder, on a long. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now you go. Well, when we when we flew to Japan the last time, and I did the same thing. When I flew to Japan, mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to delete. I'm going to go through my phone, and I'm going to delete a bunch of stuff. I'm going to get rid of mm-hmm. a bunch of pictures. And that lasted about eight minutes, and then I got tired and took a nap. And then I woke up and watched the movie, and I, it just never happened. <laughs> and then you were in Japan. It never happened. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. As, you, as you do. You, you know, yeah. it was really interesting. I think, especially in the early days of uh, corporate email, middle managers would send out emails and sometimes they were just brutal and and stupid and wrong and in, and i know sherry and i when we confronted that from a middle manager guy we would save them on our computers and it was i'm just going to be honest it was like evidence <laughs> Later on, it was like evidence of stupidity later on. And I'm I'm sure she's got all of those. I never put anything in the email, never put anything in the email that I wouldn't put up on a billboard. Yeah. Yes. That's very smart. Very, very smart. I used to uh, save all my hate mail. You did. I had it. And what I would do so is print it, and then I would put it up in the studio. It was, you know, it was our studio, but I would put <laughs> yeah, up the, yeah. the people that just absolutely hated me for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah, that's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness I've never got one of those. Thank goodness I've never got one. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop what? at bobandsherry.com. I don't know if you remember, I was talking about if Americans, according to uh, some sort of financial study, if Americans aren't forced to take savings out of their biweekly paychecks or weekly paychecks and put into a 401k or whatever, they don't save. It's, it's only if you were in a forced sort of situation. And I am like that when it comes to meeting new people. I will not go out and look for new friends. Like I have you guys. I've got my buddy Jeff. And not everybody lives near me, obviously. But I'm happy this way. Well, my wife does not agree with me. And she says, if you don't get some friends that you're seeing face-to-face, some new ones, because you really only have one or two that, that are, live near us. Um, that is not a good th- thing for you mentally. I said, I'm fine as long as I have you. And she went, oh, no, 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 no. You need, you need somebody else. Because she's got like 50 friends that she's made in the last three weeks. She has decided that uh, I am going to have new friends. And she went behind my back and planned a weekend in the near future where a guy that I bumped into and his wife I bumped into him because Mary is a friend of his wife's. Uh, He is going to be there. We are going to be there and another couple. And we are going to the local uh, karaoke place on a weekend. (laughs) And I said, you know, I I, I just don't want to sing publicly. She said, well, I don't want to hear you sing publicly. And that offended me. That, that offended me. I said, are you saying that I have a terrible voice? I don't think that I have a terrible voice, but I just, you know, I'm just, I don't want to, I don't want to sing another one bites the dust in front of people and all that. 
But she said, we're just going to go along. But my worry is this. She said, you don't have to sing. But I know people are going to push me to sing, and I don't want to sing. I don't no, want to sing. sing. No, sorry, buddy. You don't please to, don't Max, sing. Am I right? I, I know Max, am I right? Yeah, right. you're you right. You're sing. absolutely you're, right. You can well, sing. the DJ better have a few Elvis songs, because those are the only ones I can remember the lyrics to. Return oh, he's got everything. He's got everything. Sing. He's got everything? Yeah. Go ahead and I'm pick. You might, you might as well go ahead and pick you one out and practice it and be ready. You and know, don't, I think you're don't, right. Don't, don't put up yeah. a big fight. Just say, yeah. well, only if he's got Bloom, this song, and he'll have I'm, it. I'm going to do Little Sister. It. I'll do Little Sister. There you go. There right. you go. Yeah, I like it. Go. I like it. It's Thank Bob and Sherry. Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.